0: Hello and welcome to Chasing the Hug, the podcast series where we talk about wrestling, movies, pop culture, sports, and anything else producer Jason tells us to talk about. I'm Nick Johnson. You know I'm not flying alone. I'm here with... Steve Sackis, it's Nick. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, man. It's just great to hear your voice, the levels on the ones and twos. Uh, it's immaculate.
1: Well, it's good to be back together with we had that little break there while uh, producer Jason was on vacay. Uh, I thought we did a pretty good job for episode two doing it by ourselves, but I feel like we do everything in this
0: podcast by ourselves. Yeah, it just seems like when you want to rely on someone and you can't, that's a, that's a terrible feeling.
1: Well, I just think that there's a lot of uh, nitpickiness from producer Jason on certain aspects that I think he could do better job of so we'll get into what those items are as we go throughout this whole podcast because jason's goal is that we get past 20 which we can Um, but right now we've got strict rules can't have the tv on can't do anything else here which producer jason has for us so we got to make sure that we make this thing where it's uh you know kosher pickle to producer
0: jason you know i've never met a human being that hates fun as much as he does he once smiled and then hated it and said i'll never do that again he's the kind of guy that when he sees a puppy he wants to puke Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, uh, he, a Care Bear stare, not, not by him. Care Bear stare? Oh, man, you have no clue. I mean, I've never seen someone get so irate at the mewing of kittens. Mewing? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think, so he saw a puppy and then barfed on it <laughs> <laughs> that poor man i hope he enjoyed his vacation and we hope that you've been enjoying our podcast we know we've got some fans and some listeners out there and let's keep it going uh you've got some special stuff for us tonight steve you've been really doing your homework
1: you know i, I wanted to kind of come with this we we talk about what we're about we're about a having the movie aspect pop, pop culture the professional wrestling and then anything else that we want to speak on so let's let's stick a little bit with uh the movie thing to start um and i, I want To ask you this question, Nick. Um, If you can think back to the time of which you were in the movie theater and the trailers come on, and there's this movie trailer that you're like, wow, this looks really good. Almost to the fact that it's such a good trailer that you forget the movie you're actually going to see because this thing is like, I can't wait this movie comes out. Well, I want you to think of that right there. But I want you to think about it in a different way. I want you to think about the movie trailer that got you so hyped to see a movie. And then when you saw that movie, you had never been more disappointed about something that has been
0: advertised before. Do you have an idea of what those movies would be? I mean, I've got a few. Uh, <laughs> well, which is the biggest one that stands out to you? <laughs> the first one that stands out to me is a little a little movie called Battlefield Earth. Mm, no. We're talking L. Ron Hubbard. L. Ron Hubbard. Uh, geez, that should have been my giveaway, right? We're talking about big special effects, you know, big name actor in uh, John Travolta and um, – all the hype in the world and that might be stinking garbage on a rag thrown into a trash can never flushed down the toilet you
1: know and the thing about the travolta i think travolta was coming off some hot takes right there recently he had done i think face off not either too
0: long after that um he had
1: been in a lot of movies that have really kind of reestablished his career and uh yeah the the trailer for that looked supposed to be pretty good and i don't believe it actually was very good
0: No, I I think, what do the kids say? They say doo-doo sauce? Is that what they say?
1: (laughs) It could be something like that. I'm actually going to one-up you on this one, okay? Please. So uh, I don't know if you were a fan of the Sixth Sense. Were you a fan of oh, the Six uh, Sense? Oh, I really oh, did great like that movie. movie yeah. Great movie, yeah. And uh, that was directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Okay, yep. and you know, from there he had Signs, which I thought Signs was was not as good as Six Sense, but did a good job on that movie as well. And then he started to put out a couple stinkers. Okay, he put out The Village. Uh,
0: See, man, every there you go. Every time somebody starts talking about M. Night Shyamalan, they got to throw The Village under the bus. Did you I like that?
1: Loved The Village. Did you? Okay. Well, Bryce Dallas Howard. Um, I'm just not
0: a big fan of that one. I loved it. what can you uh, no spoilers, I guess, for folks that have not seen the village, but what did you not like about it?
1: Uh, I just I, I thought the the ending of what the reason, what it was was going on was not that
0: solid. Oh, remind me to grapple with you after okay. this. Well,
1: let's talk about this next one. Okay, so the movie that I saw trailer-wise, and I'm like, this looks legit. It looks really good. He's going to make a comeback to make it where it's similar to The Sixth Sense. I can't wait to see this movie. What's going on? The movie's called The Happening. Oh, yeah. And it's the one movie where nothing happened yeah. in The Happening. That was a movie starring Mark, Mark Wahlberg, John Zuckerberg, John Leguizamo, and then Zoe Deschanel was also in this movie as well, too. Yeah. And it's basically, spoiler alert here, spoiler, 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 the trees are killing you through carbon dioxide.
0: Yes, that is what is happening and we need to remember that every day. Yeah, uh
1: awful, horrendous, horrendous. <laughs> We put every sound effect in right there that we could. I got another one for you. Okay. Ready for this one? Okay. Staying on the movie topic here. Okay. I want you to tell me a movie that you really enjoy or enjoyed, but your
0: friends or close significant others cannot stand. Oh, there's so so many. I mean, what's going to be revealed throughout the course of this podcast is that I am an absolute geek, Uh, but uh, here's one that people don't understand. Lost in Translation with Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson. Mm -hmm. I love that film. I get every aspect of it. It makes me laugh. It makes me cry. It makes me question my existence. And uh, my wife hated it. And a lot of my friends dislike it, too. So uh, and they think I'm weird for enjoying that film.
1: Well, I, I've got two options here. So first, this is going to directly deal with my wife. My wife cannot stand that I love The Room. I don't know if you've seen this movie. I have the not room. seen that movie. No. Yeah, it is uh, a really, really bad movie. It's so bad it's good. But <laughs> she absolutely cannot stand that I enjoy that. I enjoyed the uh the mockumentaries they made as well too, uh, for that as well too, um, and then also a movie back when I was in college. Um, my, I'm again horror fan. Um, my college roommates, uh, I had gone to the movies. I'd seen this movie, and I told them about it, and they're like that's a hundred minutes. We're never going to get back in our life. hundred minutes. The movie's called the grudge with Sarah Michelle Gellar uh, (laughs) and Bill Pullman. Um, They remade it, I think in 2019, 2020, they redid it again, Uh, but it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, And then I really thought it was good. I thought, thought, Hey, it's not bad movie. Uh, They made it from the Japanese version to the American version. My friends said they'll never get that time back. And so they absolutely hated me for telling
0: that movie was good. Well, you know, it's interesting because you mentioned that movie and, you know, The grudge is producer Jason's high school nickname. So um, it's ironic that there's that connection. You know, another one that my friends chide me about, if I could use the term chide, is I'm a huge comic book fan, right? And so I love... Uh, the Marvel films, but nobody, you know, nowadays gets on you about that. The old ones back in the '90s and early 2000s they made, you know, they weren't probably as good, but I was a sucker for them. But the ones that uh, I get into a lot of grief from, uh, from my friends about are the uh, DC animated films. Have mm-hmm. you ever seen any of those? Uh, I've seen a, a bit. Yeah, I know the way you're more the, into that than I am. The way you said that is is like the the <laughs> best the best reaction I'm ever going. That's the highest the reaction ever going to get. So uh, I'm a huge fan of all those. You know, it's
1: interesting as well, too, and this is another topic for another thing we should do, but movies that... Ended as if a, a sequel is going to happen, and then they never made one. Like, League for Extraordinary Gentlemen, I think they yes. made one. And it was like,
0: no one ain't coming to see a second version no, of this movie. No, you know, everybody in the cast hated that film, too. I mean, uh, Sean Connery got paid an ungodly amount of money to be in that, and uh, he doesn't I just even, don't even know what I'm doing here. <laughs> I'm just making a film. He's making Indiana. <laughs> Indy. We made the dog Indy. <laughs> we do great comedy. That's not bad. Uh, you There's know, rock. <laughs> what's another one like that that you can think of? There's quite a few of those films that, you know, uh, one that's really great that I'm so old that I remember, but folks may not. It's called History of the World by Mel Brooks. Mm-hmm. History of the World Part One. They never made a part two. They teased it, but they never made it. I'm still waiting on that one.
1: Yeah. No, I, I that's another thing we should look up here as well.
0: Hey, what about... <laughs> films that have uh great trailers well i'm sorry not great trailers but have mysterious trailers but the film turns out to be fantastic like the trailers ah eh, so so but the movie's great you obviously have an idea of which one you want to go with there. well for me it's like most of the modern marvel ones you know okay uh like uh, when you look at endgame and infinity war there was a lot of misleading imagery in those trailers as characters weren't going to be there or should have been there but
1: so you're telling me Marvel movies, you were confused and not thinking the Marvel movie was going to be good. No, and then you were wasn't surprised it was good.
0: No, not that I was surprised. I was just surprised that the story was different than the trailer.
1: So did you think it was going one way with the comic book and it went a different way from what the comic book did? Yeah, there's
0: some of that. And then there's also like take Endgame game, for instance, all the trailer is nothing but like the incredible Hulk running in the background, of the trailer. And then spoiler alert, please pause. If you haven't seen Endgame, game. And if you haven't, shame on you. Um, he he can't turn into the hulk there's no real hulk in that movie except for the i'm not in game sorry infinity war uh except for in the beginning stuff like that like really Burns
1: my best. I got you. I know what you're saying now. See what I'm saying? Okay, so it led you to believe something was going to be there that wasn't actually in that trailer. Don't be on this
0: microphone looking at me
1: sideways. Well, I'm looking at you sideways because we have a prep for the show. Because I hated how you did this last time that we didn't prep for the conversations and questions we had. So I prepped this time, and now you throw a question out there that wasn't even part of the prep. this is not how you're supposed to do this thing. If we're going to actually have a relationship that's going to be shared with the public here in a podcast forum, I want to make sure my partner here is going to make sure his partner is all set up. I set you up. I got notes right here and everything we're going to talk about here, and then you're going to come up with a side podcast. Podcast question here the Demon Park, what they're doing. So, man, I don't know what I'm
0: saying right now. (laughs) 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 You're (laughs) frustrated me. So, uh, okay, well, what direction would you like to go next?
1: I would like to move from the movies and I'd like to go into professional wrestling because there's been something that really grinds my gears here Mm. uh, with the company of which we both love, All Elite Wrestling, recently, has been having a lot, a lot of backstage issues. We talked about this in episode one a little bit about what was going on with. CM Punk and the Bucks and Kenny Omega yeah. and then most recently you also had the Sammy Guevara and Eddie Kingston issues that they were dealing with now you've got Sammy Guevara and Andrade and the question is how is this stuff getting out? How is this stuff getting out there to the public forum? How is the the upper management of AEW plus the veterans that they have in AEW allowing Sammy Guevara to go out and tweet like he's tweeting there and all this stuff that they have backstage altercations because they, they can't be professionals in what they're doing Doing right. and everybody's watching them right now because WWE is on the up and up because he got Triple H actually writing quality storylines that wasn't been seen in the last five or so years and in AEW you've got these guys fighting backstage and it's like how are you allowed this to happen you send Andrade home Sammy Guevara stays is in the main event that evening what is going on there how do they get this fixed will they get this fixed and you and I both most recently bought tickets here to AEW going to Cincinnati on the 18th of October which is coming up very shortly and then also in the 30th of November will there be an AEW in the 30th? november with what we're
0: seeing man i hope so because i just i'm about to give you a lot of money but uh you you had a great question how will they get this fixed will it get fixed and i think the the key is course correction right what we're looking at is uh a meteoric rise of the organization it's in it just got to three years mm-hmm. just right? the third year and it's exciting it's new it's something different and it really forced wwe to step their game up uh, if I'm correct, if you look it, just toward the more recent years, even prior to Triple H taking back over the latter years of Vince McMahon, there were some changes to NXT, NXT 2.0, if you will. Yeah, and-
1: but do you think that was for the better? I actually think it was the worst. They actually got they lost to AEW. They moved off. And that was Vince McMahon saying we can't compete with what they did. We're going to wash it and go scrap and go clean.
0: Right. But my point is they were trying to evolve. They were they were painting things different. They were trying different storylines. They were experimenting way more probably than they need to. But that competition created the uh, necessity for invention and so now that a w is such a rising star you have people that were unheard of I had never heard of Sammy Guevara prior to that and I'm a big fan of his work uh, Andrade had been slipping uh, in WWE and wasn't getting the accord that he should uh, along with a, n- a numerous host of other uh, performers that have made the jump over to, to get that kind of attention and so now they're top dogs they're big boys they're starting to smell themselves a little bit and I think when you have that much competition it starts to to boil over; it starts to create a sense of animosity amongst people competing with one another for minutes, time on the show, and uh, chances to be seen. That kind of heat is real, and it becomes real. And it, and you know, somebody gets a few more extra segments, a few more extra minutes in the ring. All of a sudden, somebody feels. Uh, jilted, so to speak. And that creates that animosity, creates that combative nature. And next thing you know, they're bumping each other backstage. Somebody says something about someone else. And all of a sudden, you've got a full blown altercation. In, in this opinion,
1: who's the vet in the situation? Andrade or Sammy? Who's uh, the vet?
0: Uh, well, clearly, I think Andrade's the uh, vet in this situation. Agree
1: with you. So why is he, who's a veteran, who Probably, I believe, should have a lot of respect for what he's done in this, this in his career. Why is he doing this? Why is he reacting to Sammy, Sammy Guevara, who's in his twenties, right. who's out there tweeting and putting this stuff on blast when it probably should be held between the
0: two of them? Why? Why is this happening? Well, you're an all conference coach, and your seniors get into altercations with your first years, and they should know better, right?
1: In this scenario, i would say absolutely yes.
0: And so, who are you more? Uh, in disparagement with? Are you more in disparagement with the older guy that should know better or the young kid that just needs to get his nose straightened out?
1: I agree, the older guy.
0: And so I think that's why we're not seeing Andrade on TV, even though I would desperately love to. And I also think, uh, you know, uh, Sammy needs uh, some, some more guidance, some more general guidance, and hopefully he'll listen to a guy like Chris Jericho uh, who seems to be at the forefront of trying to clean this thing up. I also think for Tony Khan, being a new owner and uh, a huge longtime professional wrestling Fan, but not really knowing what he got his hands into. Uh, now he's starting to see there's another side of this business that is going to need his uh, uh, more complete attention. I think you saw that when they talked about putting Shivani more backstage as that kind of uh, talent relations role. Well,
1: at, at what point does does Tony, you know, realize that they're not respecting him? Because to me, him as a booker, him as the owner. Um, I mean, CM Punk was directly right next to him saying what he was saying there. At what point does it actually set up to him saying, "I'm not getting respect I deserve," uh, and I don't even know if he it's He's even respected deserves because I think right now um, I don't think he's as confident as what he is because if he was, I think he would come out and do these things. Um, He's brand new to the business. He's got a lot of money to be able to do it. I think he's doing a great job what he did, Um, but you just can't have this stuff because if you're going to compete, if you're going to have the wrestlers that want to come to your organization, it has to be seen where it's a a healthy organization to go into, not something where it feels like it's a, a cancer culture.
0: I completely agree, but I do respect this when that went down at the press release. All those cats were suspended, you know, put on time off. It's like you know, you don't get the comment. Yeah, it out. wasn't
1: because of that. It was because they had an altercation in the back. So if it was just the, the so going from what he said next to Tony Khan, what CM Punk said. Uh, for all of you who don't remember this, it happened at the end of the pay per view. There they had a um like a media scrum and had a conversation where he's going off on Colt Cabana, is going off on the EVPs, and, and Tony's just sitting there not knowing what he's doing. Can't believe this is going on. He's having this get this allowing this to go on, and then in the back, then they have the altercation where. They're still figuring out who did what, and uh, you know, there's rumors that CM Punk has been bought out of his contract, and yeah. you know, and the Bucks, and, and all that stuff with Omega. Who knows what's really going to happen there? My question, man, is just it's got to change, or not even a question, my statement, it statement. has to change for them to be able to survive. Because you know, the WWE has been around long enough that they can overcome these things, and, right. and in fact, they actually to be a wrestler there, you have to almost give up your social media rights because they're going to make sure that everything you tweet or say is. Correct. If you're in AEW, they might start need putting those straps on there as well.
0: No, that's a great point. I completely agree with you. And I think you're onto something there. I think they'll have to create those policies, create those procedures if they're not already in place and really enforce and enact them. It's it's a lot to remain to be seen. And, and I think it'll be around when it's time for us to go. and I think we'll enjoy the show, but I think that's going to need to get better and clean up. You're right. Hey, we're, we're moving along here on time, and uh, you fans are great, but you guys need to listen faster. So, you know, the next segment that you were talking about when you sent these supposed notes that I was supposed to follow uh, is really interesting, and I'm almost a little too nervous to, to put this out with the fans. There's a statement in my notes card here that says, shower thoughts. Shower thoughts with Nick Johnson. Shower thoughts with Nick Johnson. So, what is what is shower thoughts for our fans?
1: Well, shower thoughts is just a segment we're looking to have here. Where what has been in the last week that we've uh, you know been away from each other in this conversation? What have been some of the things here recently that have just taken your mind while uh, <laughs> lathering yourself up with some zestfully clean to uh, try to get the best thoughts uh, of of your week, or your day? That kind of make you you know how you try to better yourself.
0: Oh, okay. Well, you know, producer Jason just handed me some of his own shower thoughts. uh, And one of them is, as more clocks become digital, it's getting much less likely for a broken clock to be right twice a day. (laughs) Thanks for that, producer Jason. (laughs) Do you have any shower thoughts?
1: (laughs) I mean, I I enjoy uh, just thinking about my day, what's going on here. Um, you know, I always like watching those TikToks prior, actually going into the shower, of thinking, uh, you know, I wish I knew this before I was 30. Uh, have you yeah. ever done that? Oh, yeah. Interesting ones there. It's just, you know, just. Time to be with yourself as you just think about the day and what's going on there. And I just didn't know if you had anything, Nick, anything that you wanted to to share with the group.
0: Yeah, I have a prolific shower thought that occurred to me uh, just this past week. Is anyone else, and maybe it's just me as an out of shape middle-aged man, anyone else have a hard time washing their own back? Yeah, I think most people had that problem. All right, I just thought maybe it was me. I remember when I was younger, I could like really get in between the scapula and clean things up a little bit. I can't no more.
1: Mm No, no. And honestly, I've been mean to tell you, your back smells awful.
0: Oh, man. Uh, please don't share with the audience how you know that. All right. Awesome. Okay. So we're getting close to time here. We're going to wrap up. We just want to thank you all for uh, joining us for this really unique and fun episode. Uh, it's been great uh, chatting with all of you. And uh, this has been Chasing the Hug. My boy, Sack is with us.
1: Yep, yep. No, great episode. I can't wait to come more prepared next week as well with you.
0: (laughs) I think you want us to rate, review, and subscribe, as well as follow discussion wherever you get our podcasts. And if you want to join in the conversation, numerous spots you can find us. Yeah, leave a comment, send a voice message, text, call. (laughs) (laughs) Right, do whatever you got to do to to get in contact with us. Hey, to
1: be a friend, and tell a friend. Make sure they know about us. I'm Nick Johnson i'm steve saxes have a great night this was chasing the hug episode three